0: Constant Contact, a digital marketing platform that helps small businesses and nonprofits of all sizes build, grow, and succeed. With email marketing, contact management, industry-leading list growth tools, social media ads, and more, Constant Contact helps small businesses connect with customers, find new ones, and sell online. All from one easy-to-use platform. They've been trusted by millions of businesses to help improve their marketing. With a 97% deliverability rate, you can rest assured that your customers and potential customers are getting the right message at the right time. With a simple interface, Constant Contact's easy-to-use platform makes contact management easier than ever. Their list growth tools help you find a bigger audience fast. Lead generation landing pages, text to join, and social media ads are proven to grow your list and drive engagement with your brand. With thousands of integrations, you can sync Constant Contact's tools with the tools you're already using. Powerful automation tools help you send the right message to the right person at the right time, every time. To start your free digital marketing trial today, visit ConstantContact.com.
1: Welcome back to Rabbit Noise and Rabbit Radio. Joining me on the program now is Bill Steer from Carcass. Welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Well, uh, I've got to say it's great to finally talk to you. As uh, I spoke to Jeff just before the release of Surgical Steel last year, and uh, when that album dropped, everyone I know went crazy for it because uh, it was long-awaited. How's things been from your point of view since the release of the album?
2: Very positive, really. We did not anticipate things going this way. Um, we believed in the record and we were confident that the hardcore Carcass fan base would enjoy it. But we didn't really expect very much in a way of uh, recognition or response from the, the wider metal world. Um, so that's just taken us by surprise. But we're enjoying it.
1: Well, that's awesome, man, because uh, it was my number one album of last year. And uh, I oh, still love it. Yeah, I still love it. You know, and everyone I know, it was uh, such a strong release. You know, last year there was a lot of good albums that came out, and that just seemed to cut right through them. So uh, awesome work. Nice one. How's the response been to the new tracks live? Has there been, say, uh, any you know, one certain track that people are really responding to, especially live?
2: Well, oddly enough, all of the songs were playing from the new record are going down very well um because we were sort of anticipating maybe a drop in the uh energy level from from the audience perspective when we played something new but that just didn't happen if anything it kind of went the other way um i don't know if that's because they all have the record of it and they like it or if if they're responding to something they're they're getting off us where we're actually stepping up our energy level but either way it's great um it's hard to name a particular song that would stand out. I mean, I suppose maybe unfit for human consumption that always seems to lift the set when we play it. But yeah, I mean, a typical night for us, we'll play at least three new songs four um, if we're feeling confident, I guess.
1: Well, i got to say unfit, uh, was, uh, my favorite track off the album and, uh, it's, it's right, just cool. so damn catchy, man. It's, it's such a great track. Yeah. Well, Talking about uh, live, you're just about head down here next month on the Surgical Steel, the Commonwealth tool, which uh, is way overdue. Everyone's really pumped to see you guys. Uh, you know, you're saying you're playing a couple of tracks off the new one, but are you going to try and maybe mix it up a little bit on this tool with some old and with some new, or maybe
2: a bit more new? We try and make it as balanced as, as we can. Um, it's an ongoing process because you're never going to have a set that that everyone in the crowd is totally happy with. Um, And probably the same goes for us too, you know. Um, We do critique it from time to time and change things. But the bottom line is we feel that we need to represent the different periods of the band with the song selection. So we play something off every record. Um, That's how it has to be. Um, Not just because it's expected of us, but also because it's fun that way. You know, for me, I, you know, there's times when we're playing, say, something off one of the first couple of records, and that's a buzz in itself. The fact that riffs I came up with when I was, say, 17 or 18 are still being played today uh, by, you know, by our band, to responsive crowds. It's killer. But yeah, I mean, a big chunk of the set, needless to say, is centered around the third and fourth albums, because up until now, they have been the most popular uh, and they're the most requested. Um but, yeah, there's there's a couple of things from Swansong on there, too. And, you know, yeah, the set list is, is our attempt to try and and cover everything we've done. You know. we'll I mean, obviously, you definitely... are not going to play for three hours. <laughs> no, 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 but, of course you not. Know,
1: we do. But, um, well, it definitely sounds like, you know, it's a, a celebration of uh, your whole career up to date. And, uh, you know, mm. as I said, so excited to se- to see you guys live because it'll be my first time seeing Carcass.
2: Oh, okay, know,
1: been a, I've been a fan for, for a long time, but um, I've missed you guys on the last tour, sadly. So this is my chance to uh, experience you guys live. So I'm, myself, very excited to see it. So, you know, a lot of bands I have spoken to, you know, they you always ask them, they, they, they'll say Carcass, especially the heavier ones, will say Carcass is an influence on their own music. Has there been any bands that you've sort of heard of late or maybe you know, played with and you've sort of picked out your influence in their music?
2: Not really. But, you know, it's nice when people cite us as an influence, but um, sometimes I'm the last one to really pick up on on that in in their music.
1: Um, You know, we played,
2: for example, um, in the States not so long ago. It was a four-band package, and it was ourselves, Black Dahlia Murder, um, Gorguts, and Noisem. And, obviously, Noisem are really young guys from Baltimore area, um, and they're completely steeped in in that sort of era of, I don't know, it's kind of like the late 80s thing where it crosses between thrash and death metal with just a hint of the kind of crusty-ish kind of grindcore thing as well. And for for lads of that age, it's incredible how pure their music is and how natural it is. And, yeah, I mean, they, they said to us on the tour that, That we were a big influence on what they do and that that's lovely but i didn't necessarily hear it i I was just hearing them you know i think sometimes bands kind of disappear at their own backsides a bit with like bigging themselves up saying they're Mm. super influential i mean (laughs) i always think that's for someone else to say you know (laughs) don't say it yourself
1: but it's true i mean you guys have you know definitely paid your dues and made your mark uh you know in the metal world so Give respect where respect's due, really. I mean, I know uh, Trevor from the Black Dahlia Murder. When I was talking to him, he was like, "Love carcass," you know. Yeah, I
2: mean, well, I mean, that was that was one of the great things about that tour because uh, all the bands got along really well, and there was definitely mutual respect between all bands. For a package like that, where there's four groups, I've never known anything to run so smoothly, at um, least socially. Everything. It was really, really cool, and. Um, yeah, I mean the Dahlia lads were, you know, we've met them before, and they've always been very complimentary. And obviously, Trevor has a notorious carcass tattoo, which which is very nice. I mean, I guess he's—I'm trying to think—he was maybe the first person I met to actually have a carcass tattoo. Certainly one of the first couple. Some nights we'd be playing, and we'd actually see him in the audience going nuts. So, uh, I mean, yeah, he's a—you know—he's a true believer, and you know, and his band's pretty insane live as well. So, um, yeah, we definitely had fun on that trip. Oh, that's
1: awesome, man! That's that's so good to hear, you know. And uh, you also keep yourself busy outside of Carcass, and uh, you know you're in another band that I really like called uh, Gentleman's Pistol. What, what what's happening with that band at the moment?
2: We're actually finishing a new album. Yeah, I mean, it was sort of a fairly quiet year or two for the band um, for various reasons. But um, one thing we were able to do was just get together and. Um, you know, rehearse an entirely new set of songs for a record um, I mean, I'm not really involved in the writing process for that band at all um, so I can kind of be objective on this but I think it's it's a really strong set of tunes um, yeah, I, I love the way Ackler writes and uh, I think there's a couple of tracks in particular on this new record I just can't wait for people to hear them because they're super catchy and um, the vocals are fantastic so um, yeah, I mean really the thing should be complete within the next week or so, and then it's a case of just settling on who's going to release it and when it will come out.
1: It's awesome. I can't wait to hear it. Especially, you know, it's just catchy rock and roll, really, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah, in essence, yeah. I mean, I think it kind of stands alone, really. Um, Gents has always tended to play with stoner bands just because those are the gigs mm. we get offered. But I think musically, it has very little in common with that. You know, it's quite uplifting music. Um, there's nothing really downbeat or sludgy about it.
1: No, no, it's sort of, I don't know, it reminds me, of, it's like very classic rock, sort of really party stuff. Hey, it's, you know, it's really uplifting, puts you in a good mood, rock stuff, and, you know, I, kind <laughs> yeah, of, yeah, I love sure. it. So it sounds like, you know, musically, you're sort of covering all your bases there, you know, you've got the, the rock stuff, you've got the, the death metal stuff. Is Is there anything that you'd sort of love to experiment with?
2: Well, I mean, I'm always cautious with the word experiment because, um, you know, to me that's something you should do in a laboratory, you know, behind (laughs) closed doors, really. I I wouldn't really want to subject anybody to a musical experiment, but uh, I guess I'm more or less playing music um, that's part of me, you know, whether it's with Gentleman's Pistols or Carcass. They're just different sides of my playing, and I, I just feel lucky that I get the chance to do those things with different bands yeah you always want to get to be a better musician and mm. and learn new things and and maybe there's a way i can tackle that in the future um but yeah right now it's i guess it's such a busy hectic time i wouldn't even have the energy to think about doing something else you know between those two bands pretty much my time is full
1: yeah that's pretty understandable i mean you know considering you know you're you've going out on tour with carcass and and with uh, the gents, you know, it to be pretty full on. But uh, it's, it's it's awesome to see you getting out there and, you know, doing what you love, especially for so long.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, I just, you know, I try and remember how, how fortunate I am to be in this position. There's, there's loads of musicians out there who just don't really get the breaks, you know, whether it's through to timing or lack of contacts or whatever it is. Um, we've all known people who are strong players and they deserve to be busy, but they're just not able to be Um so, yeah, I think those of us who are out and about playing, you just got to remember, you are one of the privileged few, I guess, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I see what you mean there. Well, uh, you know, after this tour, you know, what other plans do you have, uh, say, for Carcass? You know, can, can we expect a follow-up to Surgical Steel in the near future? Or
2: I wouldn't say in the near future, just because we've got so many things booked for the next few mm. months. Um, we won't even be able to really look at any new material until the end of the year. But... Yeah, we'd love to do it. I think it's something that we'd all be up for. So, you know, I can't wait for that time to come around. Um, I do think it'll, it'll be, what's the word? Quite an undertaking, I guess, because we already had the surprise element with this record. You know, a lot of people were expecting it to be rubbish. And when it turned out to be strong, they were surprised. And that's great. But we can't pull that trick a second time. You know, because this record is valid, we'll have to step it up at least another gear or two. Um and, you know, what that would be or how we do it, I don't really know at this stage, but we'll just go about it the same way we always do, work on whatever music is exciting us and, and uh, record it when we're ready. So uh, Lord knows when that will be.
1: <laughs> well, hopefully, yeah, well, I mean, I understand you're busy, but, you know, hopefully it won't be as uh, long, longer wait. But, um, you know, I, I I think, you know, the way you guys work and it will be probably as good or if not better.
2: I don't really think us. Fancy the idea of just putting out a record that's half-baked you know uh there's, there's so much music out there you really have to feel like you've got something to say you know um I don't really want to be wasting anybody's time with, with an album that's just been you know cobbled together in a, in a um, hurried fashion
1: for, yeah for sure but you know i i think it'll be it'll be great when it does come out well uh We're going to go to the track Unfit for Human Consumption now, and I'm going to follow that up with uh, Gentleman's Pistols track uh, Your Majesty, uh, just to cover both of it, because, you know, it'll be awesome. And uh, thanks, Heath, for hanging with us tonight, Bill. And, uh, you know, we'll see you in Brisbane on June 13th.
2: Yeah, looking forward to that. It should be fun.
1: Yeah, it's going to be great, man. Well, uh, thanks, Heath, dude.
2: My pleasure. Thank you.
0: Planning on traveling this summer?